What's up folks, Justin Kana here. Let's talk about your station, your workplace, your domain. That's where the magic happens. And a surprising number of you have reached out to me to ask how you can execute your mise en place faster, more effectively, maybe work a little bit cleaner, and overall just have more peace of mind when you step into work. So in this video, I wanna share three quick tips that I've learned along the way that have helped me crush it when I'm cooking. And disclaimer before we get into this, I don't have a how to set up your station video. I have a very loose total station domination video where I kind of give a little bit of advice on some mindset things that you should keep in mind when you're setting up. And there's a reason for that. Your mindset shouldn't be that there is a singular perfect station setup. The station is like this living thing. It twists and conforms depending on the task that it's required to do. So if I'm on Garmage, my station's gonna look completely different even if it's in the same physical space as if I'm working saute or even pastry. So these points I'm wanting to share will, I hope, bring some value regardless of where you are, what station you're working, and you can implement them as soon as tomorrow. Tip number one, what don't you need? Now this might sound counterintuitive, enhancing your station not by adding things but taking them away, but once you start to implement it, you'll start to realize that this is probably the most important point that I'm going to cover in this video. And it's one of the reasons I see that causes so many chefs to descend into chaos when they're on the line. I remember working on the line in Norway and when I made the move from on to saute, I would get so frustrated when chef would come on my online and just point to things on my station and say, do you need this? Do you need that? Do you like this ninth pan of salt? Do you need it? This set of tweezers. Do you need it? Hold up the deli of like half a bunch of spring onions. Do you need this? And I would just get so frustrated. I couldn't understand what the big deal was. I was going to use it eventually, or I had just used it. I'm going to put it away in a couple of minutes. And I needed that tiny bowl of cornstarch just in case. And then I learned you are constantly in a battle with your station to keep only the essentials that you need on it. So this means getting into the habit of self-policing yourself and really asking the question, do I need this? And I mean, do I really need this? All that gear from your prep time, put it away once service starts. If you're not going to be peeling carrots during service, why do you need your peeler on your station still? Do you really need that box of aluminum foil on the countertop or can you move it underneath to give yourself more counter space? You'll start to find that asking this question, do I need this on the station right now, will really clear up your mental state. You'll avoid decision fatigue and overwhelm. It's really hard to decide what to do next on your prep list if you can't even see the countertop. Not to mention all the time that you'll save looking for stuff because you can see exactly where everything is. And this also includes that clean as you go mentality. Point number two I want to pass along, label properly. This one might seem a little obvious, but play along with me here for a second. I'd like to think that if you're the only one on your station, no one else is going in and out of your fridge, you can probably go an entire week without labeling anything. I mean, you prepped it, right? You know that that green puree underneath the pickled onions is pea puree. And yeah, that brown liquid is sesame vinaigrette. I made it on Thursday. So if it's not for you, the point of labeling is for others. And once you make this shift, you're going to unlock a whole new world of station organization. You're basically opening up your world to anybody can take it over. You're flexing on everyone that your shit is tight. So this means labeling the date, putting your initials on it if it's not completely obvious that you made it, and only using obvious abbreviations. I worked with this one guy who would literally write the letter F on a deli of fava beans. RGP for roasted garlic puree is totally fine because who wants to write that out four separate times? Another quickie bonus tip inside of this one that I'm a big fan of is using 
the four rule. That means if you prep something for a special dish or a really unique menu, or it's gonna be used in another preparation later on, write that on the label. So cabbage for slaw, spices for pork. That way you avoid the, what is this for? What is this for? Question from your sous chef when she checks your fridge. Point number three I wanna talk about, communicate. If you haven't listened to my Ego is the Enemy video, definitely do that before you get to this point. Because if you're anything like how I used to be, you hate the idea of having to ask for help. And this one is gonna be really challenging to implement. I don't wanna assume how your kitchen is structured and so much of this tip comes down to you bending it and contorting it to fit the kitchen environment that you're working in. But if you're struggling to get your prep done for the day or you have that feeling in your pit of your stomach that you're starting to go down, trust me, the worst thing you can do is not communicate. And when I say communicate, I mean tell your sous chef you don't think you're gonna be set up on time. Because once you give that heads up, the conversation can go from there. All right, why won't you be set up? What happened? Produce came in late, it's already 3.30, I still have to do zucchini ribbons and steamed mussels and pick parsley. I really need your help with the zucchini. And communication works the other way. If you're killing it that day, go over to Garmage Station and say, hey, how's your list today? You have a knife cuts project for me? And notice how I communicated in both of those situations. In the first example, I was super clear with my manager like, hey, red flag, I'm not gonna be there. This is why, and this is how you can help. The opposite of that would be, chef, I'm so screwed right now, I'm going down. Can you do the muscles for me? And in the second scenario, I was super clear about making sure that that person did indeed need help and then offer a very specific project category that I was willing to help with. Don't go up to that garmage station and be like, yo, what's up? I'm all set up. Is there something I can do for you? Humans are lazy. That garmage person is gonna be like, yeah, you can clean out my low boy for me. Or can you finish the puree for me? And then if you don't have that much time to help with that project, you just don't wanna do that kind of project, you look like an asshole for saying no. Offer to help with a specific job. If they say no, move on to the next station. This is all in all assuming that you've seen my prep list video linked up here, but overall communication in prep like that is what I think causes so many good kitchens to succeed. Not just the individual stations or individual chefs succeeding, because I think we can all agree one station can tip the whole ship in one direction or another. So I'd say you're better off making sure that the entire machine is purring like a kitten before before you go into service. When it comes to getting that TSD, that total station domination, there's so many dynamics at work and having spent so much time screwing it up and then finally getting it right, I hope that implementing some of these tips will help you crush it during your next work week. Spend some time during your day and ask yourself, do I need this? Or better yet, ask someone who's not on your station to go on your station and berate you, ask you all these little individual questions because sometimes that outside perspective can give you a different view. I guarantee you're keeping things on your station that once removed moved will give you some headspace and help you work so much faster. Then when it comes time to put that prep away, make sure you're labeling for others, not just for yourself. It's a mindset shift that's going to lessen the number of questions that get asked to you and you're going to look like a rock star having all of your ducks in a row. And you're already labeling it anyways, it just takes a couple of extra seconds during your day. And finally, practice communicating effectively, not just during the prep, but during the service. Start to fall behind, let someone know what's going on and how they can help. If you're ahead, see if you can help someone else and help them get where you're at. I know the last one is super hard for me because I hated asking for help, but once I started to see that people actually respected me more for it, I started using it all the time. What are some other tips that I missed or that someone else can use at work? What are some other topics or questions you have for me that I can cover in other future videos? Leave them down below. I always look forward to hearing what you folks have to say down low in the comments. That's it for this video. Thanks so much for your attention. My name's Justin Kana. Have a good one.